All right, I think we'll go ahead and get started. So I am Paris Yano, and I am the Father's Heart Director for the Ohio Ministry Network. And this is uh, Stand Sunday and Beyond. The class is Stand Sunday and Beyond. And some of you may not know what Father's Heart is, so let me explain that real quick. Father's Heart simply mobilizes churches to care for vulnerable children and families. And so we help the church resource them. We have trainings. We equip them to care for vulnerable children. And that could be foster care. That could be adoption. That could be working with uh, fragile families that uh, just need that extra support. Or it could be uh, actually kids aging out of the foster care system. So we like to, Father's Heart, we mainly focus in three areas. We focus in prevention, because we want to prevent kids from going into the foster care system. So that's when we provide that biological family with that support that they need. And then there's intervention, which is actually raising up foster and adoptive families. And not only that, but surrounding those families with the support that they need. And then we have transition is the last thing that Father's Heart focuses on, and it's working with those uh, kiddos transitioning out of foster care, aging out. So that's a little bit about Father's Heart. Um, My husband and I, we were foster parents for 10 years, and we ended up adopting three of our foster children. So I have a passion for this, and I'm just so glad that I get to do this. (laughs) But um, before we get started, I'm going to give away a Father's Heart t-shirt. And I just realized that... My Maddie took our coupons, but I'll, that's okay. I'll get you some. <laughs> a coupon. I had a coupon for you. They just kind of disappeared. So let's see. Who is it going to be? Uh, is it uh, Joni? I don't have my glasses on. Yay! All right, Joni. Well, you know what? I will get you a coupon after this class because I don't know where they went. (laughs) And I do have notes for you guys after we're done today that you can take with you. But I don't want to pass them out now because I don't want you looking at the notes. I just... (laughs) So make sure you get those when you leave today. All the notes are right here on this counter. So in case I forget. So let me just ask you guys, how many of you have done a Stand Sunday in your church? All right. So we have some that has, some that hasn't. Okay. Well, we'll get into uh, Stand Sunday a little bit. Oh, Maddie. Hey, do you have the, the coupons? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. Joni here needs a coupon right here. Yeah. Okay, great. So, um, so Stand Sunday, the heart of Stand Sunday is to recognize God's heart for vulnerable children and to connect our church to care for them. That's simply the heart of Stand Sunday. We want to, we recognize the heart of God for vulnerable children. We know James 127 says that pure and undefiled religion is this. 
to care for the orphans and widows and to keep oneself unstained from the world. We know that. We know that there's tons of scriptures throughout the Bible about caring for orphans. And so we know this is the heart of God. And so Stand Sunday is simply a day to bring awareness to the, to the need that we have in our communities for foster care and to uh, call our church to do something to connect it to our church to do something. Here in Ohio, we have about 16,000 kids in our foster care system. So we have a huge crisis. And the sad thing is we have 16,000 kids in foster care, but we only have about 7,000 licensed foster homes. So there's a huge deficit. And that's why oftentimes we see kids being bounced around. We see kids being placed in group homes just because there's not a a good fit. So usually Stand Sunday is on the second week in November. It's a worldwide day. And so here in America, we call it Stand Sunday. It's um, mainly dealing with kids in foster care. But around the world, they, in other countries, it's known as Orphan Sunday. So either Stand Sunday, Orphan Sunday, it's pr- they're pretty much the same thing. So Orphan Sunday. But even though it is November and um, it's usually the second week in November, it, you can do it any day. A lot of people get stuck, oh, that's Veterans Day or oh, we can't do that. That's okay. You don't have to hold to that day. You can do it any day of the year that uh, you want to. It's just a day where you set aside to do that. And so... Sand Sunday can look like different things. I mean, there's a variety of things you can do. It could look like a a project that you guys focus on. We had so many churches focus on our foster care gift card project where we were asking churches to get $25 gift cards for kids in foster care at this time. And so... Praise God, we had about 65 churches step up and say, we're going to do this. And probably some of your churches did this. I know they did. And we were able to give every teenager $50 worth of gift cards um, this Christmas and last Christmas, which is a huge task. Uh, all the kids, all the, all the teens in the foster care system. So that's just one idea of a Stand Sunday. You could use that project. That's our Stand Sunday. You could have a whole Sunday morning service around Stand Sunday where you have a, a, a message being preached about caring for vulnerable children and the orphans and God's mandate to us. You can have uh, foster families give testimonies. There's just a lot of different things you can do. You can also... Um, Well, you know what? Later on, I'm going to give you all kinds of ideas, so we'll get to that. So there's different ways to do Stand Sunday. But God has uniquely called and equipped the church to care for orphans and vulnerable children. And we can better do this together. So... It's so much more powerful when we can connect with others. If our whole church gets involved, or if if several churches in our community get involved, wow, what an impact we would have. You know, in Ohio, I said there's like 16,000 kids in our foster care system. We have over 14,000 evangelical churches in Ohio. So you think, wow, if every church would just have one or two foster families in that church that would take in kids 
we would have more than enough to care for kids in our foster care system, you know. But that's our challenge. So Stand Sunday provides your church with an opportunity to do two things. The first is to catalyze a new focus and energy on building a ministry committed to caring for vulnerable children. So maybe your church hasn't got anything going on right now in that area, and this is a great day to catalyze that, to, to, to launch it. So that's one thing. The second thing is maybe your church already has stuff that you're doing, like the gift card project or other things. And this is a great day to celebrate what your church is already doing and um, to provide an easy on-ramp for more volunteers to get involved, more people to get involved. Or this is a great thing to celebrate what you're doing and perhaps present something new that, that you guys would want to do. So it provides those two opportunities. And I kind of look at Stand Sunday as a hinge event. There's um, the front end, then there's Stand Sunday, and there's the back end, okay? So it's a hinge event. It's wanting to connect uh, to to what you want to do, the ministry that you want to do or that you're doing. So the front end event, oh, you know what, I always forget about these things. Okay, so that's our hinge event. We have the front end is planning, team building, coordinating, and then we have Stand Sunday, which is the actual event, and then the back end is has to do with follow-up connection and next steps. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about the front end first. And so the front end has four aspects of planning. First aspect is you want to assemble a team. So you want to make sure you assemble a team. You don't want to do this alone. It's so much more effective when you have a team of people working together. I think it will just, it's just so much better. And then you may say, well, what does a team look like? And this is a team for your Stand Sunday. So you might have somebody on your team that's really good with social media. Say, hey, can you promote this on social media? You might have somebody on your team that is the contact uh, with the pastor, just letting the pastor or a staff member know what the plans are and keeping them informed on, on what's going on. You might have a staff member who is in charge of volunteers for that day. You might have a staff member that um, is good at organizing a project for that day and organizing a team to work with. So you want to assemble a team to help you with um, Sand Sunday. The next is you want to plan with the end in sight. Whoops. Okay. Plan with the end in sight. So create a vision of what you want to see happen, not just for Stand Sunday, but beyond Stand Sunday. So what do you want to happen on Stand Sunday, but what do you want to happen after Stand Sunday? Clear, clearly identify what those out, outcomes would look like. And then you want to work backwards from there. Okay? So say... On your stand Sunday, maybe you want to uh, collect uh, 
diapers for infants going into care. You know, that's just one idea. Or maybe you want to collect items for, uh, for school supplies for foster kids, you know, to give to your foster care agency. So maybe that's your project, and so you got to work backwards from there. Like, how are we going to do this? What do we need? Or even after Stan Sunday. Does anybody have a question? Okay. All right. And so what systems would you have to put in place uh, on the front end to help uh, produce the back end outcomes? So and perhaps you might want to have a system like we need to um, have a policy for volunteers, you know, whatever, whatever your project is or whatever you're going to be doing, or a system of, uh, you know, like how are we going to uh, put this all together, you know. So you want to have your systems in place um, looking at your outcomes. And then who needs to be a part of this? You've got to be thinking about who needs to be a part of the team. Or who, who do we need to ask? And what strategic partners outside of our church can we utilize? Perhaps on Stand Sunday, you want outside agencies like foster care agencies to come in, like, um, you know, the Bear Foundation or something, to set up a table to be able to talk to people who are interested in foster care. So you can look in your community and see what outside agencies are there. We've had some churches that contacted their pregnancy health center, and they wanted to, um, they put on, you'll see it in a minute, like a baby shower. The church had a baby shower and collected things for their pregnancy health center. Well, this is all a part of, this is all a part of orphan care ministry. That's a part of keeping families together, you know, or perhaps a mom is saying, I want to give my baby up for adoption, but it's still part of caring for that child, that vulnerable child. So, you know, see what agencies are out there in your community that you can connect with and partner with. And then uh, next is that uh, what are the steps needed need to be offered to people so you want to have the next steps in mind like what because uh, you want to have um, action steps that people can take as you're planning this so plans need to be made up at the front end in order to have a clear step of action after stand sunday so you want to next you want to craft your message so you want your team to be saying like the same thing. For instance, you could be saying, you know, we can all do something. We're not all called to foster foster a child, but we can all do something. Or we're not all called to do the same thing, but we can all do something. So you want to kind of have some messaging that's the same for your church. And then the goal is not to create an isolated ministry that a few are a part of, but rather to establish a foundational culture in your church. Like, we are going to care for vulnerable children. It should be the culture of our church. And then next, we want to utilize the existing. So you can look at your church when you're trying to think, well, what can we do to minister to vulnerable children? What can we do? Well, look at what your church already has going on. You know, some of your churches might be, might have, um, like small groups, you know, and this might be a great thing for your, 
small groups to get involved in. Say, hey, maybe our small groups, each of the small groups could sponsor a foster family or something and do something like Christmas or whatever, you know. But Or maybe your church has a fantastic prayer team. You know, hey, let's make this a focus this year for our prayer team that we're going to pray for the foster families and foster kids in our church on a consistent basis. You know, um, you have to look at your church and see what fits you. I had one um, lady come up to me. And say, you know, Pastor Paris, we our Paris, we work with, uh, we do the gift card project every year for teens, you know, and our church loves doing it, but we feel like we need to do more. What what else can we do, you know? And in talking with her and just finding out the dynamics of her church, you know, we have a thing called care communities, which we just had a class on, but um, it's providing support around foster families, and it's a little bit more intense. And in talking with her, she's like, you know, we're not quite there yet. We're not to that part. But you know what? Our church, we're really good. Our people are really good at meeting needs. And so in talking with her, we're like, wow, what about um, meeting needs of vulnerable children in your community? So she was like, yeah, that would be perfect, you know. So we have a, a uh, system for that. Father's Heart Partners with Care Portal, which is a system where social workers and um, school teachers and police officers who run into vulnerable families who need some extra help can put that need into this system and then it goes out to the churches that are connected to Care Portal, that are signed up for Care Portal. For instance, a uh, uh, children might be moved from a home be- due to abuse. And so a caseworker could say, hey, grandma really wants to care for these children and would be able to, but the thing that's preventing her from doing so is she doesn't have enough beds and she doesn't have money to buy the beds. So she needs two beds. So she would put that in the care portal system, it goes out to the churches, and then one church could say, and it's always churches right around that mom, where she, that grandma, where she lives. It's right in the community where the need is. And so the church may say, hey, we could, we could do that. And so the church, if they're able to do it, they respond. And the cool thing about it is that the church is always the one to make the contact with the family and to deliver the item. So that church, when they deliver the item, they can pray for that family. They can minister to that family. It's just a great source. So anyhow, this lady was like, this would be perfect for our church. So that was just a good fit for her church. So you have to decide what is a good fit for our church. What ministries maybe do we already have going on in our church that we could just involve around foster care? So, San Sunday, like I said, is just a hinge to move people from one place to the next. We want to be challenged and inspired, but we also want it to be strategic. You know, it's great to have one day and bring awareness, but then you have these people, their hearts are stirred, and they want to do something. So it's just so important that we use that opportunity to connect them to the next step. So the back end of Stan Sunday, we're going to look at that. So let's see. 
So we already talked about that. Decide. Oh, no, we didn't. Let me back up. So stand Sunday. So we got to decide what you're going to do for your stand Sunday. So here are just some uh, ideas. So I had one church that said, we're really going to focus on praying for kids in the foster care system. I had a couple churches during this time. And so during their church service... Uh, one church decided they, they got pictures of the kids in their county that were eligible for adoption. This was in Cleveland. And they put the, the pictures all over the walls of their church. And then during prayer time, they had people go and lay hands on those pictures and pray for those kids that God would give them a forever home, a godly home. And You know, I tell you what, you look at those pictures, and if you don't start, if if you're not touched and moved, I mean, something's wrong with you, because every time I see one of those, I mean, I just, like, start bawling. And then we had another church, they had the idea of putting shoes out that represent every kid in their county in their foster care system. And so they put shoes that represented every kid in the foster care system in their county, and they had people come and pray over these shoes as representing a child and and praying for those children. So those are just uh, some ideas about praying in your service for the kids. And then you can have a, a couple share their testimony about their foster care journey. How they, this was a couple who took in a little boy and they ended up adopting their son there. And this was this, just their testimony and how it, it's impacted their life and their family and how God has uh, used that. And then you can have someone come and share, you don't have to have me, but you can have someone come and preach a sermon about uh, stands, uh, something to do with orphan cares, you know, how God has called us all to do that. And then this was the church that had the baby shower for the Pregnancy Help Center in their community. That was an idea for their stand Sunday. And then, of course, collecting gift cards for the foster teens, which some of you have already done. So those are just some ideas that you can have for Stand Sunday. And then uh, another church, they um, this was so cool. They had a special touch ministry, and that was for for people that had disabilities in their church. They had this ministry called Special Touch, um, and they used their special touch ministry to pack bags for foster kids. And so they were packing bags, um, school supply bags for kids in foster care. And so this uh, another church, that was uh, the bags that were collected, and another church like collected uh, items for kids going into care and put it into backpacks, just like uh, toothpaste, toothbrushes, a stuffed animal, something comforting, you know, just things for kids going into care. And then at this church, they uh, brought in people from the community to set up displays and and things to let people in their church know uh, what was available in their community outside their church. So a foster care licensing agency, pregnancy help center. Um, If there's an organization in your church like we have um, in, in Columbus, we have a, a place called Alicia's Closet that offers clothing for uh, foster parents. They can come and kind of shop when they get a foster child. And I know, Brooks, you have that in your church, but, you know, you can invite people like that to come in and set up displays. Um, 
And one thing I want to mention is Carrie Griffin. I'm going to put you on the spot, but Carrie, she's one of our foster uh, fathers, her reps in Columbus. But she has a nonprofit, which is so awesome, and it's called um, Stitch Together. And um, you know, if you want, they provide bags that are uh, really nice bags filled with all kinds of stuff for kids going into care that they give out to foster kids. And so, if your church would like to connect with Carrie, you know, she has that, um, that, is there anything else you want to say about that, Carrie? No, we do different projects for kids who are already in foster care or who are coming into foster care, and just help them to get these foster kids, because a lot of them come into care with something. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So... So with Stand Sunday, it's like you're throwing out this huge net, you know, and you're going to catch some people that this really grips their heart. It never fails that there's people in your church that you may not even know of that this grips their heart. I went to a church um, and and I did the service on Stand Sunday. We talked about uh, foster care and everything. And it's so funny because a week later, the pastor called me and was like, you're not going to believe this, but there's a lady in our church that, like, has never, ever gotten involved in anything. She just shows up on Sunday and then leaves. And she said, he said, after that service, she came up to me and she was like, Pastor, this is something that is so strong on my heart. I want to start a respite night for um, kinship care families in our community. This was a huge need in their community because they had a lot of grandmas and grandpas that were taking care of their grandkids. And this is like happening everywhere, right? But she had a burden for this. And so sure enough, she she like started this ministry where once a month they were doing a respite night. That's where they the grandparents could drop off their, ki- their grandkids or anybody doing kinship care could drop off the kids. It could even be a foster parent. And then they could take a couple hours off to go out and have a day night or whatever while the the church took care of the kids and ministered to the kids so this is just something like you throw out that big net and you're gonna have people who like God's been already stirring their heart because this is the heart of God and then you might have others that are just thinking about it for the first time it's just kind of planting that seed there and then God starts to work their heart too and you might um, catch some people that are already doing something like they're already fostering but anyhow you throw out this big net And then you want to kind of draw those who are interested into a smaller net. You know, you want to have a bridge event to to connect with those that are in that smaller net. So I would say after your stand Sunday, you'd want to have like a sign-up sheet or some way that people, you know, you could sign up a sign-up sheet or you can like have a QR code where they can sign up or something. Say for anybody who's interested in getting more involved in ministering to vulnerable children, you know, you sign up. So, and then you want to, then you're, then you would invite them to a bridge event. So, let's see, I want to make sure I'm not missing anything here. 
So yeah, when you have a stand Sunday, that would be a clear action step. So you want to make sure you have a clear action step for people after stand Sunday. So you just can have a sign up for a bridge event. And then... What is a bridge event? Well, a bridge event, the goal of a bridge event is to move people into a smaller circle, like I said, with one, with one another so they can get the connection, resources, and support they need to take their next best step forward. Okay, so when you have a bridge event, Sometimes when you have the Stand Sunday, you're talking to people that are out there and it's this individual and this individual, this individual. When you have a bridge event, you're bringing everybody together that have a heart for this, a passion for this, God's stirring their heart for this, where you guys can connect and you guys can um, go from there for the next thing. You want to, what is a bridge event? Well, you could have a barbecue in somebody's backyard. I mean, just a, a casual barbecue. You could host a luncheon after church. And this is probably one of the most effective bridge events that I see is like a luncheon after church, if your church is able to do that, because people are already at church. And you don't have to draw them back for another another day or whatever. And everybody wants to eat, you know. So <laughs> you have a lunch right after church for people who are interested. And that seems to, to work well. Uh, not every church can do that because some churches have multiple services. And so, you know, if you can't do that, that's okay. You can plan a different way of doing it. You could um, just... Um, you know, have a coffee event where you invite people to coffee. So it's just trying to have a time where all those people who are interested can get together. So um, food is always a good idea because it always draws people out. <laughs> so what do bridge events, sh what do you do at a bridge event? Well, what you would want to do at a bridge event is first you'd want to share an inspiring story, okay? So um, perhaps like if like my friend, they, they wanted to start a, um, a respite night for kinship families or for foster families, then perhaps you'd want um, a grandparent to come and share their story, you know, like you know, how they got to where they're at now and just how they could really use some support, you know, or just the impact that support has made on them. So an impact story is a, is a great idea to help inspire people. And then you want to introduce the leader who's going to lead um, what your church wants to do next. So, and, and so you want to, before the bridge event, you want to make sure you have that in place. You want to have your leader that's going to be leading this in place. So you want to introduce the leader. And then next, you'll want to cast vision. So you'll want to throw out um, the vision. This is what we want to do. We want to provide a respite night for, for kids in foster care. Or this is what we want to do. We want to start supporting our foster families with wraparound support. We want, you know, people to be able to, um, that we want them to, like, have home-cooked meals brought to their house, like, once a week or once a month. Or we want to, um, you know, we want to be able to... Uh, 
go to our local foster care agency and we want to care for those caseworkers who are caring for the kids. You know, just ideas. Um, whatever it is, there, there's like a world of ideas that you can choose from. But you want to cast your vision. And then, then you want to identify the next steps. Okay, so you cast the vision, and then you want to give them next steps from them. You always want to have the next steps. So, and it depends on your bridge event, what your idea is, what your vision is, what the next steps would be. So, perhaps if it's doing the respite night, then the next step would be, well, we need people to sign up to work with the kids. We need people to sign up to do advertising for the event. We need people to contact the local uh, agencies that deal with families that would uh, potentially want to come to this. So you want to give them next steps. And then, say, if you're going to have people, when we need people working with the kids, well, uh, one of those next steps. So you want to probably have them go to those individual meetings of those teams, I guess. But then you would also say, well, you know, you're going to have to um, get fingerprinted or whatever the process is for your volunteers that work with kids. So you want to provide them with next steps. So promoting bridge events. So when you uh, promote a bridge event, you want to give it two to four weeks. So after your stand Sunday. So at stand Sunday, you want to um, have people sign up for it. Then you probably want to give them like two to four weeks uh, before you actually have the event. That way it will give you time to promote it. So you want to probably, you know, put it out on social media. You want to, the bridge event, you probably want to send emails or however, you know, you want to promote it. If you're able to promote it from the platform for the next couple of weeks, you know, introduce it to your church and kind of um, make an announcement if you, if you have that ability. I know our, our services are so um, sometimes jam-packed full of uh, what we want to do so that we don't always have that privilege. But if you could, you know, just say, hey, just a reminder, we're having our bridge event for anybody interested in ministering to vulnerable children, you know, you can announce it. So you want to give it a couple weeks to make sure you get the word out, and then you have your bridge event. And then you can start from at the bridge event. Oh, there. I keep forgetting I have this. <laughs> what is a bridge event? Well, I'm terrible at this thing. Usually, like, if my husband and I are um, together, he always does this for me because I always forget to, to click the clicker, you know? <laughs> so, let's see. We already, uh, we already did all that. All right. So, uh, that's about all that I have for um, Stand Sunday and beyond. Uh, but I do want to offer up the floor for questions because I'd be glad to answer questions that you have. And maybe some of you have ideas that I didn't mention. Maybe some things that you've done for your Stand Sunday that we would I would love to hear your ideas. And when you do things, take pictures. I mean, you have to be sensitive. You can't be taking pictures of foster kids. You know, that's kind of a sensitive issue. But if you, if you um, do something, take pictures and send them to me because um, uh, 
well, you can get to get to me through the through the web page, but or um, it's piano at ohioministry.net is my email. But send me pictures because I love to to share that with others too. So, does anybody have any questions? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, we found out that the residential facility in our house, they will cook the kids like a special meal on their birthday, but they don't get gifts at all. Um, so just mm. putting it out there on social media, last month was the very first month we were able to do it. We were able to provide gifts for every single child that had a birthday in April. Oh, wow. Just by putting them on social media. And people that are even you know, part of our church, we're just Is awesome. That is great. So you do that every month? That is so great. So with the Bridges program, how do you get the gifts to, to them that you collect? Are you able to, to meet them? Absolutely, yeah. And that's that's such a huge need is kids aging out of the foster care system. I'm, and I think of my, my kids now when they left home, I mean, they still needed a family. They still needed us, you know. I couldn't imagine, you know, just being out there on your own, not having any support. So that is such a huge need. And there's such a huge... Um, 
percentage of kids that age out of care that end up homeless in prison, you know, involved in sex trafficking. So that is such a great way for churches to connect. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Stand Sunday link on there, or it might it might say Orphan Sunday, but then you can get to Stand Sunday, and they have like a map. They'll, they have a world map there, and you can click on your area, and it tells you like um, how many churches. But I'm thinking, are you talking like in your county or? Yeah. Well, I can tell you not like, um, yeah, four years ago when I came to Ohio, there were only 10 churches in the state that did a stand Sunday. And then um, since I've been here, I think last year there was 110 churches that did stand Sunday. And um, actually like 60, no, 70 71 of those, I think, were Assemblies of God churches. So, yeah, if that gives you an idea. Mm. Yeah. And I do, I, like, um, I get a list of churches that are doing Stand Sunday that I could send out also. 
I could I could send that if you did the QR thing. I could send you that information, uh, and you can see who's doing it in your community. But it is a great way just to bring awareness, and then also as a great way to um, to have a bridge event <laughs> that can help your church launch into ministry or even onboard new people to the ministries that are already going on, which is awesome. Yeah. Your story about um, providing birthday gifts for the group home, that, that is fantastic. We had one church that had a group home in their community by their church, and the lady, a lady who worked at the group home actually attended their church. And so she would bring, like, one or two of the girls um, that wanted to come on Sundays. And this church was like, you know, we need to embrace this group home. And they just did little things like you're doing. But then um, they decided that they were going to put, um, connect these girls to like families in the church that had a heart for them that could like mentor them. And so like after church, these girls were, would like be invited over their house for dinner and stuff. And I guess they worked that all out with their, the workers. But um, before they knew it, 100% of the girls started coming to church because, <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. And the, the, the girls wanted to go to youth group, and they just started getting plugged into the church. And as a result, two of the girls that um, so far from the group home have actually been, like, adopted by families in the church <laughs> that just started, like, mentoring them. And they had, like... They had no plans of adopting or like, but, you know, they just got such a close relationship. And then they were like, God just, you know, led one thing to another. <laughs> so you just never know. Just, how, you know, things may start small and just evolve. Mm-hmm. Well, does anybody else have any questions or anything? Any ideas? Yeah. So when I do that, I think it would be wonderful to present the ideas out of the students on the days to have Oh, yeah. As far as information to get them started with the footage, just you can go to the website and you can sign up here. Yeah, you can sign up here. Yeah, it's here. And then when you go there, there's a right on the front page, there's Stand Sunday. And they can just click on that and, um, yeah. They can sign up. Mm-hmm. And you can, they can also go straight to um, CAFO.org. CAFO stands for Christian Alliance for Orphans. And if you're not familiar with CAFO, it is a fantastic organization. They have tons and tons of resources for churches and foster care ministries. It's um, CAFO, C-A-F-O.org. And... Um, yeah, they just do a phenomenal job. Every year they have a, a huge conference. Last year it was in Cincinnati. It's the first time it was ever in Ohio. But it was just fantastic. There's people from all over the world that come. Um, but they do a wonderful job. And they're really the ones that um, uh, kind of like uh, start. They didn't really start Stand, Stand Sunday, but they're really the ones that, that do this. You know, Stand Sunday and Orphan Sunday. Yeah.
So have you guys seen the video of Stan Sunday? The Stan Sunday video? No? Oh, some of you have. Some of you haven't. Let's see. Oh, I forgot I had this. Oh, can you do that, Maddie? Thanks. We'll just watch this and then we'll end. Oh, there. There it goes. Stand Sunday Toolkit kit that has this video. It has other videos that you can use for on your Stand Sunday as well. And then we even have like a children's church curriculum on there that you can use. Um, there's all kinds of resources. And one thing that um, we do with Father's Heart is we do have prayer the last Friday and the first Friday of every month. Although this month coming up, April, we're doing it just the last Friday of the month. And it's at noon. It's from 12 to 1230. And uh, I'll send you a, a Zoom invite. You know, you'll get the information sent to you via email if you did it, did put us, gave us your information on that QR code. I'll send that to you. So we have that prayer just every month because I believe in order for this to happen, it's got to be bathed in prayer. It's got to start with prayer because it's going to take a miracle. <laughs> and I know that God is in the miracle work in business, but we need to come together and we need to pray for this. And um, matter of fact, it would be great like if you were able to join us in prayer and you have ideas like you shared um, that you can share with others on the phone call and we can even lift that up in prayer. You know, your, your, what you're doing in your churches. But we want to um, pray for those kids. And speaking of prayer, I just want to close us out in prayer. How's that? 
Lord, I just thank you for every single person here, Lord. I thank you for what you're doing around our state, God. How how your church is rising up, Father God. You're, they're rising up to foster, to adopt, and just to care for, for kids and care for families that are fostering and adopting, Lord. We are just so grateful to be a part of this, Lord. And I just pray for everybody here that you would just continue, God, to give them vision for their churches, for their, their, their themselves, God, that you would just guide and direct their steps, God, that you would just give them great favor, God, as they share this with others. In Jesus' name, amen.